Hi, this is Bob Williamson. Sandwich anyone? I heard one some I heard someone say the other day that if the progressive socialists are so concerned about overpopulation, perhaps they should just abort themselves. Some are probably nutty enough to give it a try. They love their goddess Planned Parenthood most blindly accepted as a bastion for women's rights. However, it was established to control populations of primarily black people by Margaret Sanger. The media has done an effective job of condemning many people who have an association with the Ku Klux Klan. But one exception to this seems to be Planned Parenthood's Beloved founder, Margaret Sanger. Sanger is usually described as a birth control pioneer who founded Planned Parenthood, but she also met with members of the Klan, advocated eugenics, and supported the use of sterilization to rid the planet of the unfit. Sanger wrote about her meeting with the clown in her autobiography, yet somehow this fact is made light of, glossed over, completely ignored by the media. On page 366 of her autobiography, Sanger described her meeting with the clown, where she says she received additional invitations to speak with similar groups. Quote, I accepted an invitation to talk to the women's branch of the Ku Klux Klan. I saw through the door dim figures parading with banners and illuminated crosses. I was escorted to the platform, was introduced, and began to speak. In the end, through simple illustrations, I believe I had accomplished my purpose. A dozen invitations to speak to similar groups were proffered. Tragically, this movement was credited with forcefully sterilizing many men and women. The targets of these evil acts were disproportionately black and poor, according to many reports. She wrote, We who advocate birth control, on the other hand, lay all our emphasis upon stopping not only the reproduction of the unfit, but upon stopping all reproduction when there is not economic means of providing proper care for those who are born in health. While I personally believe in the sterilization of the feeble-minded, the insane, and syphilitic, I have not been able to discover that these measures are more than superficial deterrence when applied to the constantly growing stream of the unfit. Eugenics without birth control seems to us a house split upon the sands. It is at the rise of the rising, at the mercy of the rising stream of the unfit. Sanger was highly motivated, motivated to stop the procreation by those she deemed unfit. In a personal letter to Catherine Dexter McCormick in 1950, Sanger called for a simple, cheap, safe contraceptive 
to be used in poverty-stricken slums, jungles, and among the most ignorant people. But Sanger added, even this will not be sufficient because I believe that now, immediately, there should be national sterilization for certain dysgenic types of our population who are being encouraged to breed and would die out were the government not feeding them. Since the 1960s, Planned Parenthood has granted its infamous Margaret Sanger Award, calling it their top award to people who benefit the organization's cause. Probably the most well-known recipient of the Margaret Sanger Award in more recent times is Hillary Clinton, who said during her acceptance of the award that she admired Margaret Sanger. Now comes presidential hopeful Bernie Sanders, who just a week ago railed against the Trump administration for ending U.S. funding of abortion businesses overseas and said one of the benefits of abortion is that it reduces the population. All of the Democratic presidential hopefuls consistently espouse the same view. What seems odd to me is that the killing of babies and, ablo- and employing eugenics is aimed at mainly non-white people groups, blacks and browns. And yet these same peoples disproportionately support those who advocate them. Eugenics is what progressive sees as a means to nirvana. Its definition the science of improving a human population by controlled breeding to increase the occurrence of desirable, heritable characteristics. It was developed largely by Francis Galton as a method of improving the human race. It fell into disfavor only after the Nazis employed it. If their movement fails, and I pray it does, and the world is faced with food shortages due to overpopulation, a Swedish scientist speaking at Stockholm Summit last week offered an unusual possible tactic in combating the effects of what he, what he described as global climate change, eating human flesh. Stockholm School of Economics professor and research Magnus Sutherland reportedly said he believes eating human meat derived from dead bodies might be able to save the human race if only a world society were to awaken the idea. Sutherland's argument for human cannibalism was front and center during a panel talk called Can You Imagine Eating Human Flesh? Sutherland stated, Conservative taboos against cannibalism can change over time if people simply tried eating human flesh. I wonder if Planned Parenthood will embrace this idea in open season on people they declare unworthy to live. Do you suppose conservatives would be the main entree? Sandwich anyone? Human life is sacred to God. 
He alone is the creator of all things, including human life. Scripture even tells us that we are created in the image of God. What an awesome thought. But yet in the world of today, man seems to feel that although we aren't the creator of life, we can choose to selectively put our own values on life and in turn eliminate life as we see fit. 1 Corinthians 3.16 Do you know that you are God's temple and that God's Spirit dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is holy, and you are that temple. This is Bob Williamson. Thanks for listening.